A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him, because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred days' wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place, so the men reclined about five thousand in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to his disciples, Gather the fragments left over, so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them, and filled twelve wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Last Sunday in Mark's Gospel, when Jesus went ashore and saw a vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. Mark is quoting from the book of Numbers when Moses asked the Lord to appoint a successor so that the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep without a shepherd. Joshua was chosen. When Jesus, Joshua in Hebrew, provides for the people's needs, this is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world, the true successor of Moses. Mark's gospel continues with the feeding of the 5,000, but we step out of Mark's gospel to read the account in the Gospel of John. Jesus crossed the sea, and a large crowd followed him. Then Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. The Passover was near. Jesus is acting out the Passover, leading the Israelites across the sea, and then going up the mountain to receive the covenant from the Lord. At the end of today's Gospel passage, Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king. The people want to idolatrize Jesus, just as they did when they made the golden calf. So Jesus withdrew again to the mountain alone, as Moses before him 
went up the mountain alone the second time. On the mountain, Jesus is seated in the position of a teacher. The disciples are around him. Jesus asks Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? Jesus asked the where question, but Philip only hears a how much question. How much will it cost to buy bread for these people to eat? Jesus' question assumes that they will buy bread and can buy bread. Philip's answer makes it clear that he doesn't think so. He thinks that they can't buy that much bread no matter where the bakery is. Simon Peter's brother, Andrew, said to Jesus, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Notice that the disciples separate reality into two clear areas, that of the reign of God and that of the rest of life. For Jesus, there is no separation. The Father's presence fills all of life. The festive banquet in the reign of God will spring forth as a miracle, and it will emerge from what already exists. Jesus said, Make the people sit down. In Greek, the word actually means to recline. As we hear in the words of Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, who makes me lie down in green pastures. In the ancient world, people ordinarily sat on tables and chairs to eat. But when people celebrated a banquet, they reclined at table, lying on pillows, supporting themselves on the left arm, and eating with the right. So the evangelist means that a feast is about to begin, a banquet at which people may eat their fill. It is true that the pillows are lacking, but they are replaced by fresh grass. There was a great deal of grass in the place. Taking the loaves and giving thanks, Jesus rejoices in the abundance that God has given and distributes the bread to all until they are satisfied. The story of the feeding of the multitude with the five loaves and two fish is in all four Gospels, but only John tells us that it was a young boy who offered his meager lunch. The Israelites wandered 40 years in the wilderness. The actual trip would have taken 11 days, but it took two generations for the children of Israel to get the taste of Pharaoh's bread out of their mouths. When they ate Pharaoh's bread, all they could taste was scarcity. The boy is the next generation who sees with new eyes a world filled with the abundance of God's creation. A woman from my former parish, Kathy, told about a train trip she once took with her son, Robert, when he was a young boy. They got off the train for breakfast and a homeless man offered to show them where they could get breakfast. Kathy didn't feel like she was being led by a good shepherd. In fact, she worried she was more likely to get mugged. The man brought them to a McDonald's and then asked Kathy if she would buy him something to eat. Sure, she said. Order whatever you like. 
The man ordered a sausage McMuffin and a cup of coffee. Kathy was so surprised that the man didn't take advantage of her generosity that she gave him $20. Here, perhaps you can use this to buy lunch today. Her son, Robert, worried. Mom, will we have enough money for the rest of the trip? Kathy simply assured him, God cannot be outdone in generosity. That would have been the end of the story, but when they got back to the train, the conductor announced that the woman who runs the cash register in the cafe car hadn't shown up for work today. Because no one else knows how to work the cash register, he continued, breakfast and lunch will be free today for all passengers. In the banquet Jesus hosted, there are twelve baskets of food left over. This banquet is overflowing with food, like the wedding at Cana, where the wine Jesus provides is not only of superb quality, but amounts to somewhere between 120 and 180 gallons. A festive banquet has been held. The poor are fed, and all have what they need. The festive banquet in the reign of God is true. It happens even today, whenever Christians trust that what we bring is enough. The Lord takes what we offer, gives thanks, and gives it back to us in communion. And it is enough, more than enough. The gift is handed on to us, and we say amen. The great banquet of the reign of God has already begun, which alone can feed and satisfy the poor of the world. We only have to live it.